0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Pashas va'ira nine tes. This parsha, finally, the wheel begins to turn, getting Klai So ready to leave Mitzrayim, and this parsha, Hashem brings seven of the makas on to Mitzrayim. Interesting, we find in Parag Zion Tes, Hashem speaks to Moshe to bring the first makah. So Hashem al speaks to Moshe Emir Alhar, to Haran, Kach Matcha, take your stick, when it I'll name me and hit the waters of the triumph, and the Paster continues with he dumb, and there will be blood. And Rashi wonders why is Mesha telling this to Aaron? Why did Mesha do it himself? Only for speaking would Mesha tell Aaron. But the rest, Mesha can do. So Rashi explains the The river protected Mesha. Where was that? When he was thrown into the Nile River, the river protected him. Therefore, it should not be hit by Maysir. Not by Dam and not by tredeia. Instead, let Aaron do it. And we see later by the Makkah of Kinim as well that the ground protected Maysir was able to bury the Mitri that he killed, and therefore Maysir shouldn't hit there. And we learn from here how a person has to be give thanks. He has to be thankful to it. Now this is a very difficult thing to understand. Because even though we understand how careful a person has to be to be thankful, that's to a person. How could you be thankful to an inanimate object? You know the Gemara tells us that if you drank from a well, don't throw stones in it. What could be wrong with that? If I owned a well, why can't they throw stones in it? Is the well going to start crying? If Maisha would have hit the river, would the river start crying? I mean, how does water look when it starts to cry anyways? Does it have tears? What's the problem? Let me ask you. Who here came to school by school bus today? Okay. Who here thanked the bus driver when you got off the bus? Oh, wow. Very nice. Who here thanked the bus when you got off the bus today? Well, you thank the bus driver, why don't you thank the bus? (laughs) The bus isn't an inanimate object, you don't thank the bus. So what's going on over here? What are we supposed to learn from here The Maisha didn't hit the water? we're supposed to thank the bus that we ride on? And the pshat is, that saying thank you is not the same thing as being makertav. A thank you is Haida, todah, being maidah, admitting to someone I needed your help. And therefore the most important part of saying thank you is the making sure the person who did you the favor hears the thanks from you. Be however, has nothing to do with the person or the object that benefited you. Be is for you. As the al brings down, Misha kaifer betaibas khandairai, someone who denies getting a favor from his friend, Seife kaifer betaibas khandairai. Eventually, Chas Shalom will deny getting benefit from Hashem and will lead him to denying in Hashem's existence Chas Shalom, Why is that? Because if a person doesn't recognize, being maketayi doesn't mean thanks. Maketayi means recognizing that a benefit was done to you. Because if not, you'll become a complete taker. You'll be a taker. You're going to get, 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 receive, 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 and you're not even recognizing that you're receiving from people. And that's why it's so important to be mock to recognize that good was done to you. And therefore there's nothing to do with the person who benefited you. For example, you're walking down the street on Shabbos, a hot Shabbos day, afternoon, and you see somebody put out a bowl full of ice and bottles of water, and the sign says, Please take, please help yourself. You're very happy, you take a bottle, you make a nice broccoli, you take a drink. There's nobody to thank. The person who put it there, you can't thank him. Does that mean you don't thank him? You have to immaculate. In your heart, you have to say thank you to that person. Even though that person doesn't know who you are, you won't see him, you don't know who it is. And that's the lesson the Torah is teaching us by telling Moshe that Aaron should hit the Nile. Because even though this happened 80 years previously, when Moshe was a little baby, and now he's 80 years old, he's not being thankful to the Nile. He's recognizing that a good was done to him. In the late 1920s, Alexander Lynchner, known to his friends as Sender, Sender Lynchner traveled from America to the yeshiva in Raden. And when he was there, he was already at the, towards the end of the life of the Chavetz Chaim, and therefore the Chavetz Chaim did not really come to the yeshiva anymore, he stayed in his house, and therefore the Bochum didn't really see him. One day after Sender is there for about three months or so, Gets a tap on his shoulder, he looks up, and there's a bacher who there who says, the Chavetz Chaim wants to speak with you. Senator Lindstrom got very nervous, the Chavetz Chaim wants to speak, I I, I never even saw the Chavetz Chaim. Yet, he quickly puts on his hat, and he runs to the Chavetz Chaim's house. He comes inside, and the Chavetz Chaim is so happy to greet him, he says, Shalom Aleichem. He asks him his name, how he's learning, if the food is good, if he's comfortable in yeshiva, he feels he's progressing, he speaks to him about his parents, how he misses his parents, his family. And he was very comfortable, he was enjoying it very much, speaking to the Chavetz Chaim. But he still didn't understand why the Chavetz Chaim singled him out of all the Bach and In fact, when he went back to the Beis Medrash, and everyone crowded around him, what, what did the Chavetz Chaim want from you? So I don't know. It was such a nice, pleasant conversation, I have no idea. Sander Lynchner eventually grew up. Later on, in the 1940s, he established a boy's town in Eretz Yisrael, But he said it was only a few weeks later that they realized why the Chavaz Chaim called him in. That year, in Russia, there was a terrible flowers shortage. And the Chavaz was very concerned how all the millions of Jews in Russia are going to have grain to make matzah on Pesach he's very, very concerned about it. But there's nothing he can do. And then they found out that the United States of America went forward and sent containers of grain to Russia for the people to have. And the Chavot Chaim was so excited when he heard that because now they're going to have grain. They're going to have matzah for Pesach. The Chavot Chaim was so grateful. He was so type to that. But he didn't know how to express it. could call up the President of the United States and thank him. And then he realized that there's one Bakr in yeshiva from America. See, he called in that Bakr, he gave him extra attention, extra affection, and he was nice to him. And hoping by that way, by being nice to the one Bakr from America and his yeshiva, he can properly express his akar to America for what they did. And that lesson that Chavetz Chaim was imparting was the same lesson that he learned from here, because telling Moshe, you don't hit the river, let Aaron do it. Not because you have to be thankful to the river, but because you have to be your tayiv that you received a benefit. Have a great Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com.